Hello, you are watching Larry Novell's free video series on the theology of the body, and this video is dedicated to audience 10. We are your hosts, Jeremy Hansotter and Guillermo Moreno. All right, so this audience marks the last one dedicated to the experience of the original unity of men and women. So just uh, recall that um, for JP2's language, sex means masculinity and femininity, and it's not a reference to intercourse or the conjugal act. And JP2 and the previous audience defined original unity as the conjugal act. All right. And we need to kind of recall the significance of flesh, my flesh, bone of my bone language. This language speaks of two incarnations of original solitude before God. So male and female, remember woman is the flesh of the man's flesh, bones of the man's bones. So you have two ways that the human person can be expressed as either masculine or feminine. So these are two incarnations of original solitude. If recall, man experienced solitude because he discovered his uniqueness from animalia. He is a being that is different. And so these two incarnations, man as either masculine or feminine, either to the man and the woman, are two reciprocal ways of being a body and human. And these are also two complementary dimensions of subject. And subjectivity is a word we haven't heard in a while, at least for our audiences. And subjectivity, just to recall, has these um, fundamental characteristics such as self-knowledge, self-determination, and we can also add on self-consciousness and awareness of the meaning of our body. Now, let's see here. Sex demonstrates how the body is constituted as male or female, or as he or she. And I guess just something to further note is sex is a enrichment of, of man for salvation history. We just think for a moment, we had the the man and woman were given the duty to till the soil and to be fruitful and multiply. But we can't be fruitful and multiply if there's not a man and a woman. And so with the original unity, you get this fulfillment and the beginning of salvation history. Um, Guillermo, was there anything you wanted to add kind of as far as um, reintroducing some previous material to get our minds and thought for this audience? Are you there, Guillermo? Hmm. Rip Guillermo. All right. Let's go ahead and continue then. Ah, I said he'll be right back. Awesome.
Hold on, let me get that check. All right. Original Unity. So let's see here. Original Unity is expressed and realized in the conjugal act. The masculinity and femininity of humanity allows male and female to place their whole humanity under the blessing of fruitfulness. We read in Genesis 2 that the two shall become one. And this form this implies that there's an obligation from the beginning to see the fullness and depth proper to this unity to the conjugal act in light of the theology of the body. So, and we have this beautiful quote I wanted to share with everyone. And it's from page 167. It's the second paragraph of this audience. So, begin quote. When they, hmm, I think it's supposed to be when the, when the unity with each other in the conjugal act, so closely as to become one flesh, man and woman, rediscover every time and in a special way the mystery of creation. Thus, returning to the union in humanity that allows them to recognize each other reciprocally and to call each other by name as it did the first time. End quote. So, every time a man and a woman get together as husband and wife and they have sex, or I should say when they perform the conjugal act, right, those sex is restricted to masculinity and femininity. When they perform the conjugal act, that husband and wife rediscover every time this in a special unique way that mystery of creation we re-experience rediscover the mystery of creation and there's a return a return to this original unity and just as the first man and woman experience their unity there's this a the husbands and wives today we get to experience that same kind we we get to encounter that same original experience it's a very powerful i should say empowering statement about human sexuality how men and women relate to each other in the conjugal act, there's something profound here that every reader should stop and meditate upon. This returning to the original experience of man in the conjugal act is a reliving of the virginal value of man. This one flesh established by God is a this one flesh union is established by God and is a, a discovery of our own humanity in the original unity. And it's also a discovery of the reciprocal attraction of, between the man and the woman as male and female. So our sex, our masculinity and femininity it's more than just a power of human bodiliness because it expresses the ever new surpassing of the limit of man's solitude. 
this surpassing, if we follow Jake's thought here, is a taking upon oneself the solitude of the body as a second eye. So, in the conjugal act, through our mask, through our masculinity and femininity, we enter into a one flesh union that is a communion of persons, and in so doing, we take on the second, the the eye of the other person. That's something remarkably profound. I know I just used that, those words, but this is really a, if the audiences before weren't already so revolutionary, this one certainly is. All right. Are you there, Guillermo? Yes, I am. All yes. All right. Welcome back. Um, I just wanted to say that this, it's intense and alluding to what you said either earlier in this episode or in the previous episode, I, I got them confused is how casually in our culture, people treat sexuality. When oh, yeah. one thing that comes to my mind, something that I refrained from saying in an earlier episode is that, or I think I refrained from saying so is that this is the point you know, this is, the, in, a, in a manner of speaking, the temporary, the temporal end of our sexuality. Of course, there's there's the uh, eschatological end that it alludes to. But in the meantime, um, it's about this communion of persons, this complete self-gift where, uh, I don't want to watch your words, but where you receive the other person's eye, correct? Is that what you said? Yeah. So we got to be careful, Guillermo, because we haven't used the term or phrase self-gift yet. Yeah, you're right. That That's coming up, I think, actually, maybe beginning the next audience. Okay. Because the next theme is the original nakedness. And in there, wait, no. It's, All right. I, I think it's like 12 or 13 with yes. um, the dimension of gift. That's it. We first talked about original nakedness, then the definition. Yeah. yeah, I will leave my thought at that for now in that case because it's it has this, to, for lack of other words, profound meaning. Yeah. And we've lost sight of it. And that's what we're here for, to help everyone discover or rediscover the profound meaning of our bodies and sex of being masculine and feminine. Once we learn the truth about these realities, we mm -hmm. become empowered and become more of a person because we understand more of who we are. All right, I think that's enough of a pep talk. <laughs> All right, let's see what the next slide's about. Hmm. Original unity and self-determination. Now, something to recall is self-determination is free will. So when you talk about self-determination, just think to yourself, free will. So the original unity in the conjugal act is a union 
derived from a choice. There is a reciprocal choice of the male and female to establish this covenant between persons. So the communion of persons begins with a choice, the choice to enter into that communion. And as such, this choice expresses the self-determination and it has its foundation, its root in our awareness of our bodies as being masculine or feminine. So the conical union, this communion of persons, hence will imply a awareness of the body discovered in the self-giving. There's your phrase, you know, self-giving of persons. Sweet. And, and this is going to be a new discovery of the original consciousness of the unit of meaning of the body as masculine and feminine. That's a, there's a lot going on in that sentence. A new discovery of the first man, first woman's original consciousness. Right? We, we have the same kind of sharing of experience. Not saying that we metaphysically have the same consciousness, but that we share it in the same kind of primordial experience we discover for ourselves as primordial experience. The unitive meaning of our bodies as masculine and feminine. And so every conjugal union is a renewal of the mystery of creation. A renewal, wherein we rediscover the mystery of creation at its full depth and meaning. I guess there's something to add on to that is that the first man, first woman from the beginning, Adam and Eve from the beginning, they are the model for the community of persons of all of humanity. And this is part of the meaning of Christ's appeal. So the whole theology of body began as Christ appealed to the beginning in Matthew 19. And the beginning he cites is the communion of persons of Adam and Eve. So the union of Adam and Eve is the model and the basis for our understanding of the communion of persons. Um, did you have anything you want to add, Guillermo, to wrap up this audience? No, no I don't. No. I guess just looking at my notes, one last note to make is um, we can tease out another um, signification to flesh of my flesh when it comes to the woman being the flesh of the flesh of the first man. And that is that wife and motherhood are going to be intrinsically tied to this idea of procreation. Procreation is going to be rooted in creation. And JP2 is going to go on to say that procreation is reproduces the mystery of creation. So not only is it grounded in creation, but it reproduces the mystery of creation. You get kind of that play on words there. Right. With that, thank you for watching our video.
If you've been enjoying our content, please subscribe to our YouTube channel or whatever else media platforms we have. Check out our awesome website. Consider supporting us financially on Patreon. Your support financially helps us keep the lights on for our website and to purchase books and whatnot to continue making awesome content that you all love. We have a podcast. You can find it on our website. And it is on various social media platforms. Um, Guillermo. Mm. What social media platforms are they on again? The social media platforms that we're on are Facebook, Twitter, uh, Facebook and Twitter. Those places. Let's see our podcast. Let's see. It's on Budsprout. Yes. Podcast. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Apple. It's on Apple. We'll have it on YouTube and Rumble and other places. You can find our podcast on probably 20 platforms. Or you can just check out the website. Pretty much if you have a favorite podcast website, it should be there. All right. Um, Is there anything else, Guillermo? Nothing. We would just uh, appreciate your prayers as well. Mm, Yeah. Yes. Please pray for us in our mission. Absolutely. All right. I guess this is the part where I say goodbye. Bye, everyone. God bless.